Welcome to the Inspired by Her podcast with me, your host, Zoe Richmond. I'm going to be chatting to some of the most inspiring and amazing women in business about all things life, business, money, and mindset. We're going to be sharing our secrets to inspire you on your journey to success. Let's get started. Welcome to the Inspired by Her podcast. This week, I have a very special guest joining me. I've got Roz joining me from Roz Gervais Art. Please, um, thank you for joining me. Tell us a little bit about yourself. It's so exciting to be on. Thanks for having me. Um, So I'm an Australian abstract artist and I'm based in Sydney, Australia. Um, And I'm super duper passionate about all things creative. So I don't just do art. I do a few other bits and pieces as well. That is so exciting. And I must say, I have had a little bit of a stalk on your website before we started. (laughs) And the, um, the variety of things that you've got in there, but particularly your mini artist club, I think is just amazing. Um, But I want to know, can you tell us what were you doing before you started your own business? Because there's usually a bit of a story and, (laughs) you know, a bit of a journey to get to where we are. Um, And I would love to know yours. Definitely. So I have actually had a bit of a long journey. Um, So I've always been drawn to things that are creative and the creative arts. And I studied a long time ago, I studied um, design at art college. Um, And I worked as an interior designer for quite a while. Then I moved into corporate real estate. So still related to to design, but sort of moving in the corporate direction. Um, And when I was working for a telco that shall remain nameless, (laughs) that was really my turning point. And I realized corporate wasn't me. Um, I needed to be able to express myself and I needed to make sure that my work aligned with my values as well. Um, So at that point, (laughs) interrupt if you need to, Um, at that point, um, I went back to uni and I studied teaching and I actually became a primary school teacher. True, wow. Yeah, I know. And I I still teach today only part time and I absolutely adore it. I think I actually think teaching is very, very creative. Um, So that's a huge part of my life and I absolutely adore it. And I've been involved in the choir there and the creative arts program. um, And I love nurturing kids as well. So that then connects to my mini artiste club. Yeah, I was just about to say, ah, hence the connection to why you you, you felt, um, I guess, called to create something like that because it is quite a um a unique niche isn't it to go into that sort of thing yeah definitely um and for me it's really it does come from a place of passion so I think creativity has a huge role to play in everyone's life um and if I can help to help to help to make art more accessible for families and then give children as well essentially a gift of creativity. I know they already have creativity, but the tools are supposed to bring that out in them. That's um, really rewarding for me. Yeah. And I think um, as we were talking before, but um, as a teacher, the focus tends to be on their um, intelligence and, you know, their maths and their science and their English and focusing on that, but not all kids 
are great at that, are they? So to have that option um, and to help nurture that out of the kids is just so important because we can't all be good at everything. <laughs> That's exactly it. So to give, give to give them something else other than academics is just, I think, just so huge. So, yeah. which is maybe perhaps strange for a teacher to say. <laughs> academics are important too. <laughs> yeah, but um, I guess it just goes to show you that there's not just that clear-cut path of yeah. um, you have to be academic to be amazing at life or to achieve great things there's that's exactly different avenues and things that you can do and you just have to find what it is that that you're good at and if you can start nurturing that at a young age then yes why not yeah exactly um yeah so that's a that's a big part of my business as well um is helping to helping to do that for kids um and then what else I, do you have any other questions for me <laughs> <laughs> I'm a ramble forever. No, no, no. It's quite interesting the journey that you've had on how you, um, and I think a lot of people can probably relate to, we tend to go down that corporate avenue because that's what Mm. everyone, like that's kind of the expectation that you just, Mm. you know, you, you go to uni or you go and do some kind of, training and then you go and get a job and then that's it but it's yeah. not always that simple like and as you've kind of proved it's okay to go back and study later in life if you haven't worked out quite what you're looking at doing and I had um, another guest on not that long ago who had quite a similar journey in that you you have to try a few different things before you maybe work out what it is that you're truly aligned with and passionate about yeah, and the funny thing, do you remember being told as a kid that you're going to have seven careers in your lifetime? I have heard, yeah, <laughs> I have heard a similar thing. Yeah, yeah. And I always thought, no, that's ridiculous. I'm going to uni, I'm studying design, I'm going to be an, an interior designer and I'm done and I'm sorted and that shall be my life. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it doesn't work like that. So I, I did the interior design and then I went, corporate um so you could sort of categorize that as a second career and then I became a teacher which I'm, I still am today but now I'm you know holding on to like holding on tighter to my um, career as an artist as well so I'm already up to my fourth um <laughs> yeah well that's that's right and who knows like there's still so many but we spend so long um so much of our life working and mm. um it's important to find that thing that um, that really lights us up and we don't want to be yes. going to work every day dreading yeah. it and feeling yeah. miserable and um, you know there's there's more out there basically isn't there to I completely agree and you know people say not to make your passion your career because it'll kill the flame of your passion but I, I'm, I don't sign up to that at all not one tiny little bit no I, I agree um, but back to the so I've got a couple of elder Um, nieces and nephews and Mm. there's so much pressure on them when they finish school to know exactly what they want to do and it's like you have to know when you finish year 12 you have to know but Mm. we've just kind of proved that you don't like no no you need to know maybe not know but you need to have an idea of where to start yeah but if that Um, can end up being the right thing for you then there's other options out there completely I think our generation has 
changed as well. So I think as our children grow up, things will continue to be a bit more flexible, which is good. Yeah, <laughs> be that way, especially now with, you know, everything we've seen this year and the way that um, a lot of things are going online and, yeah. you know, we're kind of creating this new normal, which is amazing for the next generation of, of children and um, people that are going to be coming through. So the opportunities yes. for our kids, you can only yes. imagine, right? They're going to be amazing. I know. That's yeah. it. Even, even as an artists actually the online world is so different because I think of artists like Van Gogh who you know he produced all of his artwork and he was not famous at all while he was alive um, but now you have you know all the, the internet and all this online world and just imagine how famous he would have been um, back then if he had those tools. Yeah 100%, 100%. Amazing. But I'd love to know, um, so you've kind of mentioned that you are a teacher and you're teaching part-time and you've started yes. this um, this business. What yes. was the turning point that you decided that you wanted to do something else? <laughs> it was so funny. I was having a chat with my husband this morning about this, trying to pinpoint what the turning point was. I think my life turning point was realising corporate wasn't for me. That yes. was the big one. Um, and realising I need a, needed a softer, more... Um, I don't want to say more humane, but like it's softer, more. Yeah, um, it can be very rigid and very structured and yes. very inflexible, that corporate yeah. environment, which is fine for some people. Yeah. And I just realized it wasn't really for me. Um, so that was my biggest turning point. But then turning in, turning in my art practice into a business um, really was sort of testing the waters, I suppose. And maybe on a um, slightly hippie, <laughs> hippie um, angle, it's more about putting my art out into the universe and seeing what happens, which sounds a little bit crazy. Maybe. Not at all. So I have a business coach who's her like philosophy is business is an experiment. So you just put things out there and see what happens and that's, whatever that's, will be. That is completely it. And I think as long as your art, um, anyway, as an artist, comes from a place of passion and authenticity and bravery as well, um, just go for it. Because if you're not going to try it, certainly nothing will happen and you'll be this amazing artist in the tiny little, you know, corner of your kitchen. That's right. Um, and no and, one will know about it. <laughs> yeah. And not that other people need to know about it necessarily, but you should be proud of, proud of what you're doing whatever it is. And there should be zero judgment of yourself. Yeah. 100%. 100%. So have you yeah. always um, be, you've obviously always been creative, but mm. you started in the interior design side. Had mm. you always kind of imagined that you might end up just doing the art side of it rather than the design? You know what? No, no, which is interesting. So prior to going in, moving into interior design, I did art at at school yeah. um, and I loved it it was everything and I actually it's so funny I realized only recently that back in high school I actually wanted to be an artist but it was drilled into me by my loving and beautiful family um, that I needed to have a proper career a proper career and design was pretty close yeah it's still visual it's still creative but it's um, I guess it's service driven so you're producing you know, beautiful spaces for people to suit their needs. Yeah. Um, and so I ended up in that direction. So it, it is linked still. Um, yeah, but, yeah. But now you've kind of swung back around and, yeah. and it is so very true. Cause I know people exactly the same that are very, very talented artists, but you're kind of told that that's not a. No, 
No, and it's so sad, and this relates to your um, your area of expertise as well. It's so sad that people paint this picture of artists as having to live a hard life. Like uh, uh, the art life is a hard life, and you'll never ever make enough money, and you will never ever da 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 da. So yeah. so so yeah. negative. Yeah. But I just I won't sign up for that either. <laughs> and I think too, um, like I've just I feel like there's some um, Hollywood movies and things out Completely. there that paint that picture as well which mm. really doesn't help no um, that no. kind of um stigma that's exactly it i was just looking at a book this morning called big magic by elizabeth gilbert i have read that yeah oh there you go yes. and there's a part of it that talks about the um oh, what like the struggling artist and basically you can choose to be the struggling artist or you can choose to be i don't know what word she used but uh, the flourishing artist and it's a choice. Yeah, a hundred percent. Everything's a choice. We've all got, mm. always got the choice, and it's it's what we what we choose to do that makes the experience and the reality that we we end up with. Exactly, I completely agree. Um, yeah. So anyway, that's my journey. <laughs> uh, it, sounds, it sounds like quite an experience, and I guess not over yet, which is super exciting. Yes, that's right. <laughs> but, um, going from that decision of you know. Um, having a secure job and obviously you've still got that um, but there's a lot of challenges and things that we face along the way when we decide to do these things start our own business and take that hobby to an actual um, business so what are some of the challenges that you've stumbled across along the way so um, I've got I've made notes here today because I'm a little bit of a nerd like that and <laughs> So I've got three things that I've written down. One is finding the time um, because I also have two small children and my part-time job. Um, so I don't need to go in that into that, but finding the That's time. Definitely. When I ask that question to people all the time, what's the <laughs> biggest thing stopping you from achieving your dreams or your goals this year? That is that has got to be the number one thing that comes up. <laughs> Completely. And prior, and then related to that is prioritization of your time, you know. Yeah. So because I'm doing so much, I've got, I'm producing my own artworks and then I've got the prints and then I've got the kids' art subscription boxes and then I, I'm teaching art online as well at the moment. Um, it's always about prioritisation and where to spend my time, yeah. Yes. Um, but my other two points were learning all the technical things. So, yeah. like, social media and marketing and websites and ads and those things. Oh, my goodness, yes. Yeah. And Are then you a master of those? Um, I definitely am not. Um, it, I'm learning. I am learning. Um, and one of the things that I've learned is um, to ask for help because oh, there's, woman. <laughs> so many, there's so many moving parts to running a business. And I figure if I want to make this successful, then I need to put my hand up and say, okay, I'm going to invest a little bit of money in learning mm. how to do that properly from the start. Yes. Yeah. It's just so many things and forever changing. Like social media is always changing <laughs> yeah that's right and that's that links into my next point as well just saying like backing backing yourself so like making an investment into someone having someone help you with a certain aspect yeah. of your business like back yourself know that you're going to make something out of this yeah and if you need help on the way then you need help on the way and it'll get you there faster that's it but we're kind of programmed to expect the worst so mm. we go in and think oh this isn't gonna work and mm. it's not not a good idea but you're mm. right you do you have to believe in yourself and tell yourself that 
that you're good enough and that what you offer people need and people will buy from you because they like you and <laughs> they like yeah. they need what you have. Yeah, I think it's it's all all down to authenticity, I think, and faith as well. Faith mm. is a huge part. And I've only just discovered this face thing in the last few months and like Yay. wow it's so mind-blowing oh I'm so happy for you that makes it, it makes such a huge difference to life like not just business yeah it really does and you know like I noticed a change in like myself and the way yeah. I, I am the way I feel the way I act like everything yeah. I like to say my husband notices the difference <laughs> I'm not sure yet <laughs> he's irrelevant as long as you notice you're all good <laughs> Oh, yeah. Uh, but for us, uh, sorry, you go. Oh, I feel like like I mentioned three points, so I should be a good person and mention <laughs> mention the last one. Um, so the last challenge I noted down was um costs. So um, and this is another interesting topic because in talking to my husband about it, he was talking about managing costs and minimizing costs. And not always I, the way to go. What was that? That's not always the way to go. No, completely not. So I was realizing, no, it's not about that. It's about tracking my costs just for tax time. You will like that. I do, yes. <laughs> um, making good decisions yeah. on where to spend money. Yeah. Um, but that said, we will always make mistakes. Um, because that's just how, how it goes. And teachers will always say mistakes. If you make a mistake, it means you're learning. So. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, yeah. So cost was my third point. That's so interesting that you, that your husband's about minimizing and because I, like I've sort of got a bit of a philosophy that if, if you're learning something, if you're mm. adding value or it's making your life easier, then mm. it is worth the investment. Mm. So and like you say, you will make mistakes and you'll, you'll unconsciously spend money in areas that you probably didn't need to. But as long as you're learning along the way and you go, oh, I won't do that again. <laughs> that's, that's exactly it. And it's not that um, money grows on trees or anything like that. <laughs> um, but you just, it, so it's not about just spending flippantly. It's just yeah. being mindful, I think. Yes, mindful um, of where your money is going. But also yes. sometimes you need to spend money to make money. And that's Completely. reality. <laughs> Yeah, it's that whole abundance um, sort of perspective, yeah. I think, that's yeah. really, really helpful without being too silly. <laughs> no, but it is like, I mean, mindset is so super important and and to not be like holding on to your money so tightly that yeah. uh, because you're scared that you're not going to have any yeah. more flow into your life sort of yeah. thing, like to be able to change that frame of mind can be yeah. super powerful in overcoming that kind of stuff. So, and that must be quite interesting in your arena. Yeah, it, it is. Cause even I've worked out that I've got issues with spending money sometimes. Like I, mm -hmm. I had that mindset that mm -hmm. I needed to not spend any money because where was the next, I didn't know where, where more money was going to come from and things like yes, that. Yes. So even just changing my perspective so that then I can start to say to other people like, there'll be more money you can spend, yes. you know, as long as you're spending it wisely and, and really thinking about the decision and um, asking yourself those kind of three kind of questions, then mm -hmm. um, do it. <laughs> like, yeah. Don't, don't hold back. If you think it's the right, the right move, then there'll be more money that will flow into your bank account somehow. <laughs> Yes, I see. I'm a big believer in that now. So yeah, yeah, we're on the same page. Yeah, <laughs> it's a huge um, step. Like a, it's a big leap to be able to mm. pass that because we are kind of ingrained to think that you know 
um, money just doesn't grow on trees, like you said before. (laughs) And there's not enough, Ben. You have to be careful and you have to count your pennies. I suppose maybe it's a generational like thing like a lot of, yeah I think generations a lot of time and you think back to you know our parents and our grandparents and those like the kind of conditions that they grew up in it's not surprising that that's how we've um been brought up yeah exactly um, way. so mm. but we're all learning and we're <laughs> moving past these things which is the important part <laughs> but i'd love to know for anyone out there that is thinking about taking their hobby or their side hustle and transitioning into business, do you have a piece of advice that you would give them? Maybe you would have given yourself back when you first started. Oh, I would say, um, I would say that you need to back yourself. I'd say that's my main, main point. I think. Believing yourself is so important. That's it like in the context of everything else. Oh, and get an accountant as well. (laughs) (laughs) Very very good tip. Yes. I would highly recommend that. Well, because that's the thing, like, um, and I was saying to someone the other day, your numbers are like the window into your business and Hmm. you will see any problems that are arising. Hmm. So if you've got some and you've got access to that reliable financial information, you can find those problems before they're actually problems. (laughs) That's it. And it does help you track things and know, you know, what area of your business is working the best for you? Where have you got a few gaps and things like that? So a hundred percent. I love that you said that as your piece of advice. (laughs) (laughs) But it's, but it's definitely true. Um, yeah, because I had some advice recently that was very helpful um, prior to coming, prior to meeting you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, but like, and, you know, it's whoever's in your life at the time and, and yeah. as, as long as um, it's helping you to to do what you need to do and, and yeah. you know, streamline, become more efficient and things like that. And we're all about, um, you know, I know it's not always about making more money, but that's <laughs> definitely helpful. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I, I mean, I think that is the goal in business really. Um, but as long as it comes from a good place, you know, it's from a, from a place of passion or yeah. service. Yeah. 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 I love that. And I love that you and I are very much on the same page about a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> we are. Yeah. Well, if people want to find out more about you and your art and your beautiful subscription boxes, where can they find you? Um, I am on Facebook and Instagram. Um, I also have a website. Um, so it's all, if you go searching, it's all ros, R-O-S, dot gervais, dot creative. Um, maybe you'll include it in the uh, notes. Yeah, or- I'll include all the links in the show notes. So anyone who wants to check out what you're all about can click through because honestly, your work is beautiful. Oh, thank you so much. Sorry, my voice has gone a bit funny. Um, I... <laughs> Um, I also have for your listeners um, a bit of a guide if they're interested um, in how to hang art like a pro. So I'll get the link and pop that in the show notes as well so they can find that because um, I'm not very good at that either. So I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy to give you some personal advice too if you need. <laughs> I think it and like it can make such a difference to make a home feel welcoming and warm and inviting rather than. Yeah their walls so definitely yeah I agree (laughs) well thank you so much for coming on and joining us today you had so many good pieces of advice there um, because I think a lot of people can relate to that jump from moving in from hobby to business and you've proved that you can do part-time work as well as running (laughs) at the same time and look after two young kids like yes (laughs) 
somehow, somehow. <laughs> Thank you for having me. That's You're doing nice. a great job. I will talk to you again soon. Okay, bye. bye. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Inspired by Her podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And if you did, I would really appreciate it if you subscribed wherever you get your podcasts. And I will see you again next week for another episode.